welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro-balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy, and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. How's it going? I hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for being here with me. Special welcome if it's your first time and welcome back if you're here all the time. Thank you. And I appreciate you being here. All right. We are cruising on through July. I hope you're having a great summer. And today we're talking about ways to sneak more vegetables into your meal plan. I've talked about vegetables a little bit off and on. I'm always talking about vegetables off and on. Let's be honest. But because I do think summer is such a wonderful time to really rely heavily on vegetables to comprise so much of our nutrition because it just feels right. It feels like a lighter, leaner time. And, you know, I I know personally my body craves vegetables much more in summer than it does in the cold, dark winter days. <laughs> I seriously just want. You can sneak them in. We'll talk about that in winter, too. Soups are great for sneaking in vegetables and all that. But, you know, so is a big old bowl of pasta. So <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But we've talked about, you know, salads. And recently I talked about my favorite salad and wrap combinations. I also mentioned in that episode, like, when you're really saladed out and you want to go switch to roasted vegetables, things like that. So, Things are always evolving, changing, our tastes change, our like seasons of life change, our kids' likes change. And these are things to just file away, the things that we talk about today for future use. If not right now, maybe one or two of them you can use right now. But I don't know about you. I do this all the time where I'll be like, I'm in such a food rut. And then I'll think back to like, what did I even make before? Because I feel like I make the same four things. And then maybe I'll be scrolling through. Luckily, I do take a lot of pictures of food for this job. <laughs> and I will to share with you guys and put in recipes and things. But I'll look back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was really into this. Or I'll just look back, hopefully, through my recipe book that I have, just a homemade binder of things that I like and, and kind of get reinvigorated. So maybe some of these will be new to you. Maybe they won't, but maybe it'll kickstart something of like, oh yeah, I did like that. I did used to do that. I do that with my sisters and stuff all the time too. Like, well, somebody will say, oh, I made that one thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, that chicken salad I loved. I haven't made that in forever. And then I go back on that kick. So consider this, that episode. This is the episode to do that for you. 
Okay. Without further ado, number one, to work more vegetables into your meal plan. Start with keeping the visual in mind of filling half your plate with plant-based foods. So I always advise eating, you guys know, say with me, 80-20, 80% whole clean foods and 20% treats. So in that 80% like this can be over the span of a day it can be over the span of a week I tend to think of it more in span of a week my brain just works like that so okay of all the calories and all the meals I'm going to have over the week I want most of them to be from whole clean food sources good quality meats vegetables good quality grains ancient grains all that stuff and then 20% could be a Kit Kat it could be ice cream it could be whatever I don't really care about that 20% as much because it's not comprising a whole big part of my diet it might be clean as dark chocolate and red wine but it might be a frozen margarita like it just is what it is that's my 20% okay and it does vary like that it really honestly does but I teach when we're doing an eight-week challenge or in you know we'll talk about it with one-on-one clients or in my monthly group We'll talk about trying to have a green or a vegetable present at most meals and that we want to fill up on vegetables for, in order to eat for volume, in order to do a lot of chewing for not a lot of calories. So it's a simple little suggestion to think about filling about half your plate with vegetables. And then yes, you have protein on there, you have carbs on there, you have fat on there, but having a good chunk of your intake be plants. Now, this is tricky to do at every meal. I will be honest, I don't do that at every single meal. Breakfast is a notoriously hard one to do that, but I do typically do this at dinner. Like dinner, I usually have a side vegetable for us, like roasted asparagus or something or broccoli, and then also a side salad or also something else or a couple of different, like a whole half a plate of roasted vegetables. So try to do that. Start there. If you just have in mind that you need to get like half of your dinner size plate full, just shoot for one meal even, you know. Then if you have other servings of vegetables in the day, that's great. Like say I have a shake for breakfast with some frozen spinach. That's about a serving. And then at lunch, maybe I have some carrots and hummus. I get another serving of vegetables in. But then at dinner, I get another two to three from just having so much bulk. Uh, You don't have to make it dinner. You could make it a different meal if you want, or you could shoot for this with every meal. I just am being realistic and saying some meals are harder to do this with than others. And I think breakfast tends to be a tricky one, but you do you there. Okay. So that's number one. Just start out with that, like keeping in mind the visual aspect. Now to actually get more in, how are we getting them in here? Number two is to think about your pestos, your salsas, your sauces. A lot of times I think we do think like, oh, it's got to be a side or it's got to be a main part of the dish. No, it could actually be like a little dish enhancer, a little supplement to the dish that actually enhances the taste of the food and helps you get your Uh, vegetable count in there. So I like to throw in like I've made broccoli as like part of a pesto and use that with pasta. Um, Other examples like spinach is another one that goes great in a lot of things because you don't I don't notice a huge taste with that. So sometimes I will do that in again probably like pestos but salsa hello you can jam pack with vegetables. So you know think about what you could meals you could add these things to or serve as a side or serve as an appetizer. My friend makes a really delicious mango salsa, which obviously has fruit in it as well. Hello, mango. But there's red onion and I think red peppers and stuff in there too. It's so good. I actually need to ask her for the recipe because I've thought about it recently. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I need to ask her. She listens to this podcast. So if you hear me, my mango salsa making friend, please send me the recipe. Um, 
but yeah, think think beyond just the basics here. You can pack it. I know people too who make like pasta sauce and obviously you have tomatoes in there, but they throw other vegetables in there too. I've never done that. I have not messed with my sauce, but you could do that with other, if you're making a white sauce or creamy sauce, you could probably throw some vegetables in there pretty easily and, you know, even mask it, which we will talk about. Uh, number three, this is one I do really regularly. It works really well for us uh, in a way to work in more vegetables is to go 50-50, little 50-50 swap. So what I mean here is instead of saying, nope, we're not having any, you know, grain noodles in this house, we're going to do zucchini noodles and meatballs, everybody would be starving. <laughs> okay. I mentioned earlier too, zucchini does technically give you carbs, but it's, there's not really that satiating component like there would be in tucking into some real pasta. So rather than being like, well, I guess we just have to only have pasta. You can go half and half here. Try half zucchini noodles and half regular noodles. Um, there's something else I do that with. And I, it's literally zucchini. I'm trying to think of what else I do that with. You could do that with like cauliflower rice and real rice, or you can use you know, if you're making pizza, you could make a cauliflower pizza and a regular pizza. I do this a lot. I'll just buy a cauliflower frozen pizza. Then I'll make a homemade regular pizza. And it's not like, oh, a kid pizza and an adult pizza. I'll have one of each. But then I'm like, okay, I've balanced this out a little bit. It's not all grain, but it's not all vegetable. So there's a lot of things you could do that with. Even chickpea pasta, you could do that with like half and half with the chickpea. Like I said, zucchini, cauliflower. Another way I've mentioned this one because I love chips and salsa as a snack. And if somebody tells me to use like carrots and salsa, that just makes me angry. <laughs> like that is not an okay substitute. I don't want to dip celery in my salsa. I want to have tortilla chips, okay? So, but here there's a compromise too. Have a whole handful of celery and carrots and then also have a handful of tortilla chips. So you're just going to be more full. That's an example of eating for volume. You're filling up, you're getting your vegetable content, but you're still getting the taste of what you really wanted to do. And in that scenario, I don't know about you, but I always eat the thing I don't want to eat first. So I'll eat my vegetables so I can end with that taste of the tortilla chips that I wanted. And you just have to make yourself do some of these things. You might be listening to that and be like, that's silly, Bernie. If I want tortilla chips, I'm just eating it. Well, you got to make some compromises. Same thing. Like, yes, a bowl of regular pasta is going to just taste better than zucchini noodles and pasta. But we're trying to, you know, go for both here. There are times like this. Absolutely. Have the whole decadent thing. That's great. Or have the whole lightened up thing. That's awesome. But in the balance and able in order to be able to kind of keep that 80-20 going, it's sometimes helpful to just kind of combine the two here. All right. Two more. Number four is to I said repurpose, but really it's kind of revisit the vegetables that your family likes slash tolerates. So yes, there is a benefit to eating diverse foods. Like certain vegetables are going to give you, you know, different vitamins and minerals than other vegetables or same thing with fruits. So there is a benefit to including apples, but there's also a benefit to including blueberries. That's great. That's ideal. It is ideal specifically, hang on guys, I have to hit something off my microphone. You might hear it and it might be really annoying, but okay, there we go. <laughs> Sorry if it was. Um, now I lost my train of thought. I'll get it back. I promise. Uh, yep. Not relying on the same foods. Okay. What is ideal? Especially when talking about vegetables. There it is. Thank you. Guardian angel for reminding me is to have specifically dark leafy greens comprising a lot of our 
servings. If you're shooting for three to five servings a day, it would actually be great if three of those came from dark leafy greens. That is ideal. It's even more ideal to switch up those dark leafy greens to not always have romaine lettuce, but to also have spinach and to also have Swiss chard and to also have kale and to include a variety of vegetables. Now, in reality, my family ain't eating kale. Okay. I can try. I planted it in my garden this year. I was like, I'm going to make everybody like it. Nobody gets excited about it. I told my husband, I'm like, but you at least like it when I put it in that Zeppa Toscana soup that I make. He's like, no, no, I don't. I really don't like it in there. So and he like does not complain about any foods. So in that case, like go, do you think, you know, no vegetables are better than some vegetables? Okay. Yes. Perfect scenario. Your family's eating a lot of dark leafy greens, as are you, and you're having a variety. Real life, if my kids aren't going to eat it, I'd rather them eat something. So do they eat red peppers pretty much every day? Yes, they do. And that's just fine. I, you know, they're, we keep exposing them to different things. I keep making them try it. Kids go through seasons. Everybody has different opinions on this, and I'm not here to pontificate on this. I'm just saying, don't be afraid to use the things. Think about yourself. Like, if you're trying to make yourself eat some vegetable you hate or some fruit you hate, it's not going to last long or you'll do it for a short while and then probably do nothing. Like just let them have what they like to have or find a way to try to make them. I will do that sometimes if I need them to eat whatever it is that I'm serving or eating. I'll say, okay, you have to eat this. Like this is what I'm serving for dinner. But how can you make it better? Would you like a sauce to go with that? Would you like something to to spread on it or dunk it in or whatever? Like how can we jazz this up and kind of give them some power over that too? But Again, I don't freak out over people eating the same vegetables every day. At least they're eating vegetables at this stage. All right. And lastly, this is kind of a kid tip too. So in which, you know, a lot of us are when we're considering our meal plan, it includes our families. Sneak in vegetables where it's necessary, where it's appropriate, where it's easy, basically where you can. Like it's just always a bonus to get in some more vegetables. So places you can do this. My kids love protein shakes. So... Most studies, most research, most protein is fine for kids to be consuming. If they're consuming protein from meat and dairy and other things like that, they're going to be just fine to have most supplements. You can consult a doctor or make your own decisions. I've always given my kids whey protein from like, I want to say one and a half on, like pretty little. And they've been fine in very small amounts. I'm not making them a huge, you know, adult size mm, (laughs) stutter much there, serving of a smoothie at one and a half, but they'll have a couple sips of mine. Okay. So they all love it. They just, it doesn't really even matter what kind of had plant-based ones have had way and they will still usually want to steal sips of it. So now we've gotten to the point where if they see me making one, I usually just make an extra and I split it among all three of them because everybody wants it. But it's a great way to get in frozen veggies. I throw in frozen spinach. There's other good stuff going on in there, healthy fats. So I feel great about that if they, you know, aren't getting them in other ways. But there's a lot of little creative ways like you know, zucchini muffins I'll do sometimes. I actually saw, I did not try this, but there was a cookbook I was looking at recently that was from the, I don't even follow her, so I hadn't heard this, but I'd heard, I think her blog or website is called Eating Bird Food. And she has a book called like Mostly Veggies. I think it's that. And it's still at my house right now. The only thing I tried to make out of it so far was granola, which has nothing to do with veggies. But the granola recipe was very good. So there's that. But she has a whole section in the back that's like toddler food or tiny tot food or something like that. And it 
showed some spinach muffins and I was like, okay, definitely not. If I try to give them a green muffin, even if it was St. Patrick's Day, I don't think I could get away with that. I don't think they're going for it. But there are some cute and different ways. I know obviously zucchini gets a little bit of a color change, but it's a little more brown so I can pass it off. Um, Carrots is another one. Like you could throw carrots on a lot of stuff and it usually makes it a little sweeter. They don't mind it. So get creative with what you're sneaking it into for yourself too. I mean, you're obviously making it, you know, it's in there, but if you're a person that doesn't love vegetables and I've worked with tons of ladies who are like this, you know, find ways to sneak it in on yourself and to make them tolerable. There's nothing wrong with making them tolerable. And also in that vein, this is not a tip. This is a little bonus here. I am fine with additions. Like sometimes when I work with people, they'll say like, I hate vegetables. I'm like, okay, how are you trying to eat them? Oh, I just try to eat raw broccoli. Okay, I wouldn't eat raw broccoli either. So (laughs) find ways. I would eat roasted broccoli with some avocado oil and some sea salt. And then I melt a little butter and drizzle it on top with some Parmesan cheese. Like that's delicious. So yes, that just added calories. Yes, that just added some fat. Calories are there to be consumed. Like food is there to be eaten. And we... I think are just missing out on a lot of beauty to the senses and enjoyment and pleasure of the like of foods that we could be having because we're just trying to like bare bones it. So maybe that's a little area you could grow is challenging yourself a little bit in the kitchen to get a little more creative with how you present your meals in general or your foods. And it's a game changer. I know just for me, again, this does add calories and you could argue unnecessary ones, but I'm very often serving like seared chicken or grilled chicken or I don't really ever make baked chicken because I don't like it but usually seared or grilled and then sometimes when I take it a step further and I just coat the chicken in some panko or some breadcrumbs or something and I you know fry it up first in like an olive oil or an avocado oil then I bake the rest of it off or I just do it on the stovetop everybody goes crazy like Everybody loves the bread and chicken. And then sometimes I will make like a little lemon juice thing that I'll put on top with Parmesan. It has just elevated it so much by that tiny step. So that's another way, like make yourself like them and not in the like force yourself to eat raw broccoli way, but more so familiarize yourself with ways to make it more appealing for yourself and for others. All right. <laughs> okay. And if you have great tips on that, I'd love to hear them. I would love to share it actually on a future podcast episode. So let me know on Instagram or email me if you have some fun ways that you like to eat vegetables as well. I also want to ask you one more thing before I go. If you have not rated and reviewed the podcast and you have a moment, I would appreciate it. I read every single review. It brings me so much joy. It helps get the message out to others and it would just be very much appreciated. So wherever you listen, If you would leave either a star rating or that and a written review, if you can, thank you in advance. All right, ladies, next episode, we are talking about tips for staying the course. So try to keep yourself from, you know, yo-yoing or just dropping the ball altogether, things that can help you stay motivated and stay on course. All right, looking forward to that conversation. And until then, have a great rest of your day. Bye.